The Jags need to exercise controlled aggression in free agency and talent procurement. How do they do it? I'll tell you today here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up? What is going on? I'm Tony Wiggins, your host of Locked On Jaguars here on a hump day on a Wednesday. Today's show is brought to you by GetUpside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. What do I mean uh, by controlled aggression, as I said in the open? Uh, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. We appreciate you making Lockdown Jaguars your first listen. There's a lot of talk and discussion about how the Jaguars can proceed with building the roster and uh, who's going to be available and what. It's easy to look on lists of unrestricted free agents, and then it's easy to look at guys that are on uh, that were under contract for Jacksonville that the Jaguars could actually make a move to do something with prior to them hitting free agency. We'll discuss that. It's easy to look into the draft and then into the secondary markets of free agency. But there's other ways that you can get players to come here. That's via trade. And the Jaguars have 12 draft picks. Now, I'm not talking about the first pick or the the second pick in the second round. But I do think that teams around the league are going to have to also get creative with who they retain, how they retain them, because we know the salary cap isn't real. If you don't think it's, you don't think I'm telling the truth, just find my man Ross Jackson for Locked On Saints, and he'll tell you how the New Orleans Saints have continued to uh, bypass the salary cap and sign whoever they want to an extension. So um, you can probably check that out too on, on, on an upcoming episode of the Peacock and Williamson podcast because I heard, I saw that he was going to discuss it. Because I'm interested too to find out how they do that every single year. But The cap isn't real, but there are some teams that are going to make business decisions. A business decision like, is Amari Cooper worth what we're going to have to pay him considering we're paying everybody else all of this money? Is it worth the restructure? Or do we look for a team that can help us out? And and like from the Dallas Cowboys, maybe they go, who needs a wide receiver? And they call the, the Jaguars and say, take him. We can make him a June 1st designation and spread that amortized bonus a portion of his bonus out, but what will you give us to take him off our hands? And see, that's the way I would look at it instead of saying, hey, man, give us that receiver who has five 1,000-yard uh, receiving uh, seasons in seven years. No, I'll say, look, he's under contract. He's he's owed a lot of money. You know, let's work something out. Maybe we can take him off your hands and save you some money and give you a draft pick. I'd start with the fourth-round pick and say, you want me to take him? I'll give you a fourth. And maybe they off ask for a second. And then we come to some sort of conclusion that it would be a third and a sixth or something like that. And you automatically upgrade your receiving core. There's some even there's some talk that Seattle is going to totally reboot everything that they're doing. And if they get rid of Russell Wilson and get assets for Russell Wilson, that they may be intrigued enough to also come up off of DK Metcalf. I would explore everything. There's another option. Calvin Ridley, who sat out last year with Atlanta. 
obviously you want to know whether or not Calvin Ridley has uh, resolved some things that he had going on before you make that move, but I do that too. There wouldn't be one stone that has not been turned over that I would not take a look at. What does Kyler Murray's situation with how he's pulling himself and, and separating himself on social media from the Arizona Cardinals, what does it mean about some guys they have on their team that might want to shake loose? Well, I don't know. Uh, a couple of those wide receivers, Christian Kirk's a free agent. The likelihood that they're going to re-sign him as, an, uh, as their slot guy, I don't know uh, what that's all about. Do you now start looking now that Tom Brady's gone and you you go, you look down at Tampa and you say, how bad is that knee injury, you know, of Chris Godwin? Uh, or do you look back at Dallas and go, you know what? Michael Gallup is a pretty good player when he's healthy, you know? So there are a lot of things and a lot of teams that will have guys. Some of them may get tagged. The wide receiver market is going to be, uh, very scarce, or you know, perhaps you could look like I say, is 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 a, a Los Angeles Chargers? Are they going to be able to have room to keep both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at high numbers? Keenan Allen already makes a, a nice grip. What do they do with Mike Williams? I think Jacksonville should explore every avenue to add weapons to to this roster for Trevor Lawrence. Um, there are a lot of other positions outside of wide receiver, but that's the one that kind of stuck in my head today by going back and forth on guy, on social media with guys about how the Jaguars can get talent. Whatever they do, they got to have what I call controlled aggression. And that means be aggressive, be smart, use the momentum of a new coach and a quarterback who's already gotten his rookie year out of his system. Use the example of Cincinnati and point to that and say, hey, look, man, we can do some of those things. But also, don't get complacent the way most people thought about the offensive line. And we talked about that yesterday, about how they can build an offensive line and, and, and grow the offensive line. Don't get complacent about any position on this football team except quarterback. Because quarterback, you obviously can't get another person because it's not baseball. It's not major league pitching where you can have more than one ace. You know, you got three guys that you're going to roll out there on consecutive nights. No, Trevor Lawrence is going to be the dude that's going to take – all of those snaps at quarterback, and he's the, the leader of the team. He's the face of the franchise. But there are a lot of other positions that you can get good, solid football players. At some point, how do they get to the point where they have guys that are in the top five at their position? Trevor is going to take development. I want to talk about some of the other positions. where who Where are they close to being in the top five or top ten at that very spot, not maybe the whole group, but at least one guy. We're going to discuss that in just a second here on a Wednesday on Locked on Jaguars. After I tell you guys about Bet Online, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues to march through the playoffs. Right to the big game in a couple of weeks. Now, it's not a couple of weeks now, it's a couple of days. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is where the game starts. 
And you guys start here with me every day here on Locked On Jaguars, and we absolutely appreciate it because it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. Don't forget now, Super Week is brought to you by Get Upside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than on the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are in L.A. all week covering the big game. Check out Locked On NFL later on today, and you'll have the show for me and James. He's live from L.A., and we'll get that out to you as soon as possible. Back to our team here in Jacksonville with the Jaguars. What position is the likelihood that the Jacksonville Jaguars are closer to having a a guy or player or a group in the top five or top ten in the NFL? I I think one of them is running – I'm sorry, quarterback. And that's because I believe in Trevor Lawrence's talent. I believe in uh, his ability, and I think he got that rookie season out of his system – It was very, very dysfunctional from a coaching and from a uh, standpoint of leadership. That is out. That is gone now. I think they're going to do it, whether it's with – we already know Doug Peterson is the head coach, but whether it's with Press Taylor or whoever Doug Peterson decides is going to be the the offensive coordinator. Mike Caldwell has already been uh, penciled in as the defensive coordinator. Of course, I'll mention that too in segment three. But right now, offensively, I think Trevor Lawrence is the guy – that can take that step and push himself this year with the right leadership and the right tutelage and get himself into that top 10. Top five is a little high for a second-year guy, but I think he can start approaching that top 10 territory with the right coaching. Uh, Believe it or not, Tyson Campbell, yeah, I said it, Tyson Campbell at that one spot on the corner can be one of those guys. Believe it or not, Andre Sisco, and we're talking about top 10 now. We're not talking about top five, but they can start making a push. Those guys athletically have the profile to make a push. Now, I know we get on Trent Bucky and we get on Urban Mind. I just named three guys that were chosen by them. But that's also an indictment on the fact that they went uh, they went straight shell uh, the last year. They, they dumped everything and, and started over. See, this is where we're supposed to be talking about C.J. Henderson, but he's gone, right? And uh, rightfully so. He's gone. Uh, but – uh, another position, probably of uh, the defensive tackle, Devon Hamilton, with continued development by adding more pieces around him. I think he he can become a special playmaker. Dude's like 6'4", like 325, 330, and he can really, really move. So I think he can take that, that step that has to be taken to be a dominant defensive tackle, uh, of course, with uh, the right help. But other than that, they're going to have to go out and grab guys in free agency. I think other than guys that are, other than the guys I just mentioned, they're gonna really have to go out here in free agency and, and, and get those guys. That's why I say they need what I call controlled aggression. Okay. Um what do I mean by having controlled aggression? Don't go crazy and throw away and waste assets, but you can think a little bit outside the box. And still go out and grab you some of these people that'll give you a guy that's close to that top 10. That's why when people sit here and talk about Amari Cooper, like you might not think Cooper's a number one guy. That doesn't have to be a requirement for you to get a guy like that on your roster. Name the number two guy for a lot of these teams. He's about right there with him, right? So you need you don't have to go you don't have to wait until you get a number one 
to get a number two. You don't have to do that. I'll give you a perfect example. Minnesota had their number two, which was Adam Thielen. He was the number one. The other kid came in and took his lunch money, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson is now the number one. Thielen's the number two. Who makes the most money? Thielen does because the kid is on a rookie deal. So you don't have to wait. You do not have to wait to get your number two after you get your number one. That's like saying you got to wait to get a quarterback. You got to get the offensive line first. Or you don't take a running back because you can't block for him first. You know, talent doesn't come in order, right? It just comes and you have to get it and you have to build your team. But it's not going to come in order. The analogy that I use is guys with big bellies going to the gym and just doing crunches. Weight doesn't come off like that. You got to change your diet. You got to do a total workout. And however it comes off, that's how it's going to come off. It damn sure it don't come on in order. Because if it came on in order, your belly wouldn't have that little breezeway up underneath your T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't happen like that. And talent, it's not like the talent gods or the football gods are going to sit here and just line things up in the order that you need them to be lined up. And you shouldn't go out picking positions. This, this is how you end up with Luke Jokel and Blake Bortles. Because you go, well, before we get a quarterback, we need to get a left tackle, and then we need a quarterback after that, and then we need a pass rusher. That's how you end up with Jokel, Bortles, and Dante Fowler. Instead of just saying, take the best one you can, and we'll figure it all out. Now, I know I talk about team building a lot, and you go, man, that's not really team building. Hell, it ain't. When you don't have talent, you better get some. And you better get the best possible players you can. And then you do the positional value thing along the way and you fit, but don't do the positional value thing when all things aren't equal. And then you leaving these good players out there, because guess what? You're going to have to play against them. And I keep telling people that over and over again, if you don't sign them or if you don't draft them, they're going to beat you on Sunday. Period. Figure it out. Figure it out at some point. And this is why I keep harping on Evan Neal. And this is why I keep harping on not taking a, nothing against him and we'll see how he works out and all of that stuff. And I'm not saying he's not athletic because that's what a lot of people are doing because he's a white guy. I just don't think that when you talk about uh, Aiden Hutchinson, everyone it's almost like everyone says he's the safest guy and he's the hardest working guy. Oh, that's fine. But in the next breath, if you tell me that another guy's ceiling is higher Take the guy with the higher ceiling. If during the uh, interview process, you also realize that he's a dog and a go-getter and that he has something in him where he wants to be better than everybody else. And this is why, if it's not Evan Neal for me, it's Kayvon Thibodeau. And if it's not either one of those guys, you move down. And when you move down, you get a bounty of picks if you can find somebody to do it. And then you take the next guy that's close to either one of them. You just got to take the alpha in the room. And you have to approach free agency the same way. Uh, when you go, uh, well, is Mario Cooper worth the $20 million a year that's left on his contract? That's monopoly money, man. You can rearrange all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can just totally – Robert Woods was getting $16.5 million a year as the number two behind Cooper Cup. I mean, what's the problem? Right. So you can you can rearrange that stuff to that. That comes down to 14, 15 million dollars. But then you have a guy like Amari Cooper that gets in and out of his routes, gets open, gets loose, 
can do things after the catch, can give you a legitimate NFL receiver, a guy who can also separate, and that's something that you don't have. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to come in order, and it's not going to be wrapped in this nice little package that's going to fit everything and be cheap at the same time. Unfortunately, when you ask why can't we get this guy or this guy or why can't we do it like other teams, you're asking a million-dollar question, and my answer is because we have been the Jaguars forever and we just don't have it like that. Hopefully, this new crew of people and this new uh, staff, they can do that, but you don't have to – you can do that as, as good as you can and still take a few control risks and get some guys in here that are very, very experienced. All right, take a look at Mike Caldwell. We'll take a look at what it means for the defense. We'll take a look at who it benefits the most and what do they need on defense, uh, what do the Jaguars need on defense in order to be uh, super, super competitive in year one, talk about what the defense will look like. We'll do all of that here in the third and final segment on Locked on Jaguars. I got to let you know about Built Bar. If you don't know already, you should, especially if you've been listening to this podcast, because Built Bar is the absolute truth. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It is a protein bar that does not hurt you the way candy bars do because the macros are off the chain. They're low calorie, high protein, and they replace candy bars all day long and give your palate something to be happy about, especially when you're trying to work out. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, that's a word. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate, of course, because all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and the Puffs included. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away about the high-protein, low-calorie, high-fiber, low-carb. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories with 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to any candy bar, and you'll see that it's just not the same. So make sure you go to Built.com, try all the new flavors. Of course, my personal favorite is the salted caramel. Also, follow on Twitter at, at bar underscore Built for all of your social media updates from Built Bar. And I'm Tony Wiggins with Locked On Jaguars, Jaguars fans. And I have an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called GetUpside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill up. Cash back. That's right. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Now, this money goes right back to your account, and then you can take it out any at any time using PayPal and e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use what promo code? Touchdown. You got it. That's it. Touchdown. And make sure you start saving immediately with the Get Upside app. Okay, man, rolling along here uh, with Locked on Jaguars. We thank you for making us your first listen. Uh, Mike Caldwell, the linebackers coach, the inside linebackers coach who has coached with uh, Coach Doug Peterson in the past. Uh, apparently has agreed to be the defensive coordinator. I don't know if he's officially signed yet for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I saw a videotape yesterday of, of Devin White, who I really love. And you hear the reverence 
and you hear uh, the love of the type of leadership that Mike Caldwell and the effect that Mike Caldwell has had on Devin White. Now, this is a part of the Todd Bowles offense, I mean, I'm sorry, defense, that actually held um, Kansas City to nine points in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. And uh, they were active. Those linebackers got after it, man. They were extremely active. It, 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 the thing that I like about so the staff so far and the things that I'm hearing from the people that are going to be involved is the likability from the standpoint of the players, but it's not a likability in terms of last year guys are doing the Kodak show and the gold teeth and celebrating before practice. That stuff came across as phony and contrived to me. This is a likability because these guys seem to understand and have the confidence that these guys, the coaches are going to put them in a position to be successful. We're not just going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about increasing the guy's value. We're not going to just use phrase and terms like the best of the best. What we're actually going to do here is put people on the field and surround the guys that are currently on the field uh, with the absolute best personnel, with the best coaches, uh, there's nothing more that gets the enthusiasm of a player going more than to understand what his coach uh, is, what his coach means, the trust that his coach has, and to realize they're on the same page and they're trying to win games. Because at the end of the day, guys want to get paid and guys want to win. And you can reverse those orders all you want to. But I see guys that are teachers, that are motivators from the names that I'm hearing, and you're hearing former players talk about them in ways that are, that is very, very promising. Uh, that's the best word I can use for the Jaguars and the Jaguars fan base. Now, you guys, I forgot to mention this in the third segment yesterday when I went back and I watched my show. You guys have turned that switch on just like I thought. Normally, Jaguar fans get all angry, get all angry, get all angry, and then they pop right back as soon as something happens because of their desire just to have something good. Well, it's it's earned this time. It, it really is. It, they went about it funny, but Shot Khan actually went out and got someone that should earn your attention and they should earn uh, your trust and they should earn um, you guys snapping right back and forgetting about the process and having a feeling that this thing is going to improve because I, I'm one of those guys and I'm not quick to do this, but I sort of believe in Doug Peterson and his crew already. I absolutely do. I think they're going to be able to go out and draw those four or five marquee free agents that I'm talking about. Maybe one or two of those guys can be guys that are somewhere between, you know, six and 15 at their respective positions and, and give uh, Trevor Lawrence and ATN and the rest of these guys, give them the confidence that they're actually going to be better and they're actually going to improve. I really do. I really think so. So it appears that they're going to remain in a 3-4 alignment, which means they don't have to revamp the entire front. There's some talk that uh, perhaps because additional hires that may occur, we heard uh, some 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 information about maybe the possibility of, of uh, Coach Buckner coming in from Arizona, that that could mean that another free agent, Chandler Jones, could come rolling in and be the other pass rusher on the outside. Chandler Jones had five sacks in one game last year, right? So this might end up being a destination place because guys want to play for the coaches that the Jaguars have here. And it's very, very important that uh, 
coaches, uh, players want to attach themselves to coaches. And here's where that helps because now you know what to expect. You know your workflow. You understand what the coach is going to expect of you, and it's going to put you in a position to make plays, right? And the coach knows what they expect from the players. Like, you can help me teach, and you can help me bridge the gap with the rest of these guys. So it's always a plus when you can get coaches that are are very, very likable but also have been very, very successful at what they do. You want to be successful at making your wages? Listen to the Locked On Best podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. You can find it wherever you get your podcast, and they will give you all the information that you need for the big game on your parlays, on your exotics, all of that stuff, and make sure you win you some money on the big game this week before you go and make your wager. So make sure you make the Locked On Best podcast your second listen. All right, we're getting closer, getting closer and closer to the big game this, this weekend. And Jaguar fans, you can look at it and see the excitement and start to, and start to hope and even envision your team at some point getting to the point where they can do exactly what the Bengals have been able to do in a short period of time. Tomorrow I'm going to tell you guys how many games uh, I think is realistic. Uh, I'll give you a range. I'm not going to name a number. I'll give you a little bit of a range that we can uh, – uh, that we can sit in and, and and feel comfortable with that. So we'll do that on the Thursday podcast. We'll talk about that until then you guys make sure you continue to take care of each other. And I will see you next time here on the locked on Jaguars podcast. Take care.